Ready, three, two, one. Welcome to Scaling... Oh, where do I look, though? Uh, just look into the camera. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Welcome to Scaling the Impossible. I'm Veronica Natia, and this is episode 71. Your team can make you or break you. Be who the fuck you are born to be. What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? You can do anything, but you can't do everything. And that's exactly why you must empower your team. Humans are the biggest risk in any business. Your number one responsibility in your business are your people. As someone who witnessed from the inside some of the greatest corporations on this planet almost go kaput just because of their people. And as someone who believes in themselves and rather do everything themselves, it was a very long and difficult journey for me to build my team. I used to come from a perspective of having to fix people until I've learned that no one needs fixing and everyone are perfect. I started identifying people's strengths and enhancing these strengths to benefit my business and goals. In that journey, I've been blessed with a team that I now not only call my friends, but family. One of my very special team members, who is here at the moment, my producer, my videographer, and the person I'm honored to call my friend, Stefano the Legend, who has no idea what I'm going to do right now and drop a bomb on him. No. Just like he dropped a bomb on me when we started working together about two years ago. I'll never forget the day he came to film a video for one of my landing pages and I saw him come down the stairs with some sort of different type of equipment and I asked, Stefano, what's going on? And you said, oh, we're going to film a podcast. I was like, no way. I don't even know what I'm doing. And Stefano, you said to me, all you need to do is speak. That's right. You recognized that strength in me and brought it to life. And I can't thank you enough. We're going on 70 episodes and still going strong and growing on a global scale. So today, I want to do something different. Sure. As a token of appreciation, okay. and I want our audience to experience the legend that you are and how it is working with, with, with a badass like yourself. Okay. So Stefano, thank you for doing this with me. No problem. Thank you to. for everything. I love you and, and you. honor you with all my heart. And Stefano, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Uh, nothing compared to you, to be honest. Oh my God. You're, you're the real deal. 
Um, I'm just, uh, I'm a guy who realizes that if you truly want to make something in this life, you have to be your own boss. Mentally, emotionally, even physically, you have to be prepared to step out of your comfort zone. So I started my business when I was uh, 17. And uh, here we are, uh, 20... Three years later, <laughs> and uh, I'm in I'm in uh, I'm in the studio with you making this amazing podcast, and it's 70 episodes later. Jeez, what a ride! Incredible, what a ride. incredible. I, I think it's more than two years, though. It's more than two years. I thought it was two, probably because I, I met you before the pandemic, and the pandemic's lasted more than two years. Oh, now. true, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. Time that's flies by when you're when you're creating and having fun. You know what? You're right. Time goes by fast. And, um, you know, working with you, Stefano, has brought me as a person to, you know, levels that honestly, not that I did not imagine or know that I can go to, but I didn't plan to go to. And this is, you know, this is something that not very people are lucky to have in their life. Well, remember what I told you when we first started this. I said, you have a knack for talking and for motivating and for speaking. We should do a podcast. I said this like the first week I met you and we were just very enthralled with video work. But you project yourself in such a confident way, it would have been a shame not to create a podcast. And now what we did is we created video content with the podcast. And I always say to you, the best motivation you can give to people is how to truly you know capitalize on such a short life that we have and if everyone has someone like you in it i think maybe that's where they get the guidance because i think people are very misguided so you give Mm -hmm. off a very this is what you should do if you want to succeed and this is what you shouldn't do if you want to fail so um as a creative person that actually I started doing podcasting not too long ago. You were essentially my first. Woohoo! Okay. And so I stepped out of my comfort zone, but we did it together. And here we are now, more than two years later. Um, it's going exceedingly well. And I gotta go on the record and say one thing. You're the only person that I've ever done podcasting with so far that has an endless amount of content. Like it's an endless amount. You, every single time we do an episode, I always think, I wonder what she's going to talk about. And you always keep saying something different. How do you do that? How do you create content brand new every single time? Wow, Stefano, you know, I the fact is that I don't think about it and I don't plan it. So there are things that are essential for me to share, especially from, you know, the perspective I come from and what I want to share with people. And, you know, so obviously a lot of the podcast topics have been around those fundamentals, the way, you know, the way I like to call them. But then it's it's just my day-to-day life and experiences, right? So again, I know that if I had I had certain experiences that I can share and help somebody else, then this is this is how I create the content based on my experiences. But you also didn't have this help, did you? Have you? Could you say that you had someone like you in your life when you were growing up? Oh yeah, I had somebody better than me. It was my dad. But that's your family. I'm talking about a mentor. Have you had a mentor? Not until, not until uh, approximately, I would say three years ago. 
I did not have not a coach or not a mentor, you know, that was with me, you know, and, and guiding me. I never really had guidance from one person. I was always thrown into situations where, you know, whether it's my personal life or career, I was always thrown into situations, okay, go figure it out. And I think that this was the best thing that happened to me because it made me who I am. I learned on the go. I didn't have, you know, time to waste. I didn't have the privilege to say, okay, fuck, I don't want to do this or I want to do that. I couldn't choose. I just had to do what I had to do. And I think, um, not I think, I know that this is what made me who I am. In the last three years, you know, when I started having mentors and, and, and coaches, then I grew even more. And I'm honored to be one myself today, right? So I think it's a, it, it's a win-win situation for me. I I do agree with you. Um, the one particular though that I could never do what you do is you're always trying to reinvent not only yourself but others people other people their their character because we live in a world where there's a lot of a lot of talk and there's a lot of motivational speakers but they're not necessarily good so. When I hear you're talking, you 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 don't sugarcoat anything. No. You just say it how it is. Do you think that could backfire sometimes though? Because you're very blunt. It backfires and it did backfire so many times. Oh really? Oh my god, because you know what? Even even my team knows, you know, uh it, it, <laughs> my clients, they all know like I say it as it is. And I've fact is I've, n I've not always been this way. You, you haven't. I haven't. You know, up to my early 20s uh, or even up to almost my 30s, I was always more, you know, trying to be more politically correct, more. Mm. And this is exactly how I lost myself. I see. You did this for the corporate world or just for somebody else? No, no. I did this for, for the corporate world. I did this in my personal life. You know, I was always trying to be that person who was supposed to be who everybody thought I'm supposed to be. Gotcha, gotcha. And, um, you know, a lot of times I was, like they call it people-pleasing. Reality is that I was, I hate that term too, but reality is that I was the type of person like, you know what, as long as the people that I love are good, then it's okay if I suffer a little bit. But you know what, Stefano? You know, in my late 20s, beginning of my 30s, when I got divorced, you know, and, and, you know, I just did, I decided that that's it. Like, I, I'm lost and I'm not, I'm not willing to be lost anymore. So today, I could tell you, fuck you to your face. And I would say it not out of spite, not out of, you know, chutzpah or nerve, like they say, right? I would say it out of love. And if you choose to accept it, fine. And if you don't turn and walk away, it's on you, not on me. Because at least, at least you know exactly who I am and what you're dealing with. And you have the choice. You, In a way, I'm giving you the choice to say, hey, you know what? I want to deal with this person or not deal with this person. But I'm not leading you and lying to you and misleading you by pretending to be somebody that I'm not. And then you know what? What's going to happen? Two, three months, a year down the road, you're going to understand, oh my God, this is, this is, she's not who I thought she was. And that's what I think you and I have encountered on many occasions from you know, uh, society is that we think people are projected in one way and then they turn to be different. But what we strive to do is always tell the truth, of course, because that's how you become successful. Because what happens is a lot of people realize that with all this noise, reputation becomes a very big deal. And so if you start to, 
spew out lies and start to be different than what you truly perceive you are because Instagram can be a very big cover makeup I guess mm-hmm. that you think someone's one way they're there and then they're another but it travels quick I mean if you start to spew out things that are not true how can you personally you're a life coach I mean you you want to be a life coach but you want to be more see that's the thing when we first met you tagged yourself as a life coach but you're far more than that because you don't necessarily educate people on how to live their life you educate people on finances on finding yourself on on what you can do to be just a better person it's much more than just a life coach so where do you think the transition went from life coach to all of a sudden this this guru for others the way i see it you know and the way i i've i've lived it right you can have everything you want in life, just not all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I believe, and you and you know that because you're this, just the same way. Yep. I believe in working your ass off. Yep. When I hear somebody, especially coaches, oh, I'll help you eliminate the stress and the hassle. Kiss my ass. What's eliminate? Right, exactly. There is no success with no fucking hard work, determination, you know. People look at me, oh, you have a great life. Listen, I, I made my life. I fucking have a great life, but I work until this day 18 fucking hours every day. That's because people just show their successes and not their struggles. Most of them. Almost all. Because whenever you're looking at people's Instagram, because now everyone wants to put everything on there, you'll only see their successes. Or you and I have heard this line a lot of times, you're so lucky. How could you be so lucky if you've eaten dirt for God knows how long. I created my luck, right? We created our luck. You need, exactly. you know what? You need to eat dirt. To not want to eat dirt anymore. Exactly, right? <laughs> and I started, obviously, you know, from before, uh, way before I started, you know, my coaching business. Is, uh, I mean, this is my core. I've been doing uh, executive coaching for many years. You know, I've built teams, companies, col- company cultures, you know, like it, it was me for that all along. But then when I decided to kind of shift it a little bit and, and start another thing is was more like coaching where initially I was even more focused to helping just women. And you know what? This is where the power is because all you really need to do, you need to start somewhere. And I started against what everybody says, leave your comfort zone. No, I started within my comfort zone and I grew from there. I expanded my comfort zone. And all I really did is I paid attention with intention and started listening and understanding what do people want from me. And talking about Instagram, I mean, you know, I had my Instagram account where I had almost 20,000 followers, which I built less than a year. And then when I looked at it one day, it was just not me because I was doing, I was following trends. I was doing what everybody's doing. And like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I don't need 20,000 followers. I can have 100. But I'm going to show up Mm-hmm. Blunt, bold, bad is who I am. Yeah, but then they're going to see you as two different people. And you know what? Not necessarily because I didn't change who I am. I just changed the way I delivered it. That's a very big deal because a lot of people would see you as one and then you become another and then they would assume you're a different person, but you're not. So you became blunt, but technically you've always been blunt. Always. So, and it's all about the way, like exactly like we said a few, a few minutes ago, you know, it's all about the way you lead people. And I'm not the type to mislead anybody, any, anyone, right? And I'm not the type to follow trends. I'm different and I, I fucking create the trends. 
Um, and that's why I stopped that. I left, you know, and, and I said, you know, things have to be aligned with who I am and I'm doing who I am, period. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, and here you have a proof. People like the bullshit because here you can build 20,000 followers in one year or 700 in four months. That just tells you exactly what we're talking about, you know, but what do I prefer? I prefer to just be mean. If you like me, fine. And if you don't, it's your problem, not mine. There, there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. I, I, I listen. I've always said, in order for people to truly understand you, they have to want to understand you. Mm -hmm. Those are very powerful words, and I say that to a lot of the people that just met me for the first time. Like today, I recently met someone. I've known him in high school, but we lost touch just for twenty years. And I said exactly this today. I said, "You have to know someone because you want to actually know them. If you don't, and you're going in there with wrong representation." you're going to know them based on how you think that they are. Mm. So you're going to already pass false accusations without knowing someone. So with you, you come off very determined. But if people get to know you, I mean, they'll, it all makes sense. It's like building a puzzle. If you only build half of a puzzle, it's, it's going to always look incomplete until you finish it. That's my take on you. I don't think anybody will understand you more than I do. No, it's true. And like you said, and you know what we did the, the the we just did an episode on that where listen, people know people think they know me. People mm. think they know my whole story. Of course. But Never. the fact is that people know exactly what I want them to know. Exactly. And without lying, without sugarcoating, without deceiving, right? I will share with you, or you know, for sake of conversation with you or anybody else, exactly what I want them to know. But if you want to know more of me, take the time and, and you know, ask. Invest and the time. Exactly. And yeah. Invest the time. Invest and ask. the time in you and invest the time in themselves. Exactly. If they truly want to grow. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's not my job, to be honest. Like you said, I, I don't educate people. Because you know what? The reality is I don't believe in education, but that's a whole different topic. I believe in experience. I believe in, you know... Um, I believe in really sharing with people so you can provoke uh, thinking, so you can encourage people to, you know, gain the balls and actually in the courage to go and try something and understand who they really are. Because again, this whole life, this whole world, the way we live in it, it's almost like, okay, here's a prescription, here is a one, you know, one size fits all. And unfortunately, this is how most of us li live our life and we, we end up miserable. Miserable. But now we have to talk about one more thing before we go. And, you know, it, it, this ended up you interviewing me. So no, I have a few more it's, questions. But it's not, because now I have a question for you. <laughs> Scaling the impossible. I don't think even maybe you realize how powerful that title really is. Because to scale life is impossible without someone saying, hey, instead of putting your foot here because you're going to slip, put your foot over here. And then once that person gets it, then all of a sudden they're going to be more aware of the next ones and the next ones. And I think that's where this podcast and you have a very big stronghold in people's climb to the top. Because you're the type of person that you're not going to put their foot there, but you'll tell them you could put your foot there if you want to. Yeah. Scaling the impossible. Scaling the impossible. So you go, know. Ask, ask me, ask me these questions. Listen, Stefano, with, people know what drives me. Right, I share it, but I want to know what what drives you, Stefano. Like you're so you're so committed. I mean, honestly, your ethics, your work ethics are unbelievable. 
the way, and this is what I appreciate most about, you know, professionals. And it's, it's, it's a quality that is super rare to find. Like your time is your time. You know, your responsibility is your response. You never disappoint. What, what drives you? I think you and I have very similar um, driving factors there. One of them is we both have kids. It's a very big driving factor. A lot of people don't realize it. But when you are responsible for another human life, um, you cannot fail. Because if you fail them, or if you fail yourself, you fail them. And ultimately, that's a big problem. What drives me also is I'm a, a perfectionist. I won't settle for anything less. And I if fucking I, love it. <laughs> and if I'm not at the level that I think I should be at, then I have to change gears. Because for me, my driving factor is, yes, I want to make money. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if you love what you do, see, a lot of people want to retire so they can start living their life. And I'm thinking to myself, by the time that happens... You're fucked. You're, you don't have a life anymore. <laughs> you're old. You're in pain. You don't want to do anything because you're tired. Now, why would you want to commit yourself to such a short life when you're already tired? So my goal, ultimately, why I'm driven by this passion is because I want to be financially free. Where I'm not under these depression thoughts and anxiety and stress about how I'm going to get my next dollar. I'd like to be in a position where I can comfortably say I'm ready to live my life and I'm only 41 because I'm 40 now. 41 is the goal. Um, Shit. I just realized again, you're younger than I am. No, okay. but you know what? But you know what? <laughs> there are days I feel like an old man mentally, not physically. And then there's some days where I feel like I'm an 18 year old ready to pop kind of guy. Mm -hmm. So how I feel right now is I feel if I, for a second, put myself into my comfort zone, I'm going to fall into the abyss of comfort. And I think that's where a lot of people, they stop growing. As soon as they hit that comfort zone, they've hit a ceiling. Now that ceiling is a problem. So now if you're in a basement of seven foot ceilings and you're like, oh man, it's so short here. What are you going to do? You're going to continue to live there or you're going to say, I wonder if I got to invest some money and buy a bigger house or or something where I can have a bigger ceiling. That's my driving factor. My driving factor is A, I want to provide for my family. B, I want to have a successful business. And C, I want to make money while I sleep. Mm -hmm. And I think you do too. 100%. 100%. And I feel in, in reality to, to do that, you know, again, you have to hustle. You have to work hard. And um, like I always say, I'm proud to be a fucking hustler, you know? I'm proud of it. So, and, and Well, that's also because, well, let's, let's make something very clear. If someone works nine to five under someone else, that hustle is not a hustle. It's a, a have to work. Mm -hmm. But when you are responsible for bringing in your own income, all of a sudden you have to be a hustler because you're not going to make mortgage. You're not going to pay for this inflation of food now. You mm. can't drive your car to work if you cannot afford the gas. So I think a lot of people are misguided about this word hustle and grind because everybody, everyone on Instagram, every influencer uses the word hustle and grind. The true meaning of hustle and grind is when you don't have a dollar in your pocket and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I better hustle or else I can't even afford food. That's hustle. Couldn't agree with you more, Stefano. Mm -hmm. It's... You're a legend, and and you know what I I I think that one of the things that I respect most about you is the fact that you're you know you hustle. 
And have to hustle. Exactly. Stefano, if you could give one advice to Stefano today. Okay. Or could, do you mean the other way around? Like if I can give the advice to the younger Stefano? No, fuck no. Oh, really? I, I do okay. things differently. If okay. you can give yourself one advice today, right? Okay. We just spoke about, you know, what your goal is, you know, when you're, mm-hmm. you know, when you're 41, which mm-hmm. is only a year away. Okay. A year is a long time though. It is. What is the advice you're going to give yourself today that will push you, keep you, keep driving you and keep, you know, motivating you to get to where you want to be a year from now? Constantly. And by the way, you just killed me. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, I do things different. So no, I'm not going to ask you that question. What is the advice you're going to give right. your young self? Fuck no. All right. So if I can give myself some advice right here and now, it would be, um, you know, funny enough, I actually did this thought process yesterday. Uh, always follow trend. Always look at what others are doing, not to be better than them, but to continue to grow. I think the number one problem that we all have is we get comfortable. I get comfortable. If I know I'm making money, okay, from January to March, I did exceedingly well. Then uh, I was approached by a few colleagues of mine and they said, Stefano, you know, these people are doing this. Take a look at it. They're like right in your field. I said, okay. I was a little narrow-minded because I wanted to stick with what I know. And I learned in a hurry, you better follow what other people are doing because if they're successful over their tactics and you're not doing them, they're going to swoop up your work, your clients, in a second you won't even realize it. So if I can give myself personally a reminder every day, continuously always try to be better. Never stay stagnant because you're going to get old. Don't get old, get fresh. Ooh, can you repeat that? Don't get old, get fresh. Fuck yeah. (laughs) I love it. Legend, legend. Stefano, what is the most humbling career lesson you've had, let's say, in the last decade or so? Humbling career lesson. That's a good question. Humbling career lesson was when I got a bit too full of myself mm. that's a that's a good one and I, I i'm at a point a position in my life mentally physically emotionally where i can actually talk about my downfalls and one of them was i got to a point about three years ago pre-pandemic where i thought i was untouchable because in 2019 i had the best year on record i was just hey listen i was making hand over fist money no doubt about it um then i got a real quick eye opener when the pandemic came and it showed me i'm i'm nothing i'm an ant i'm an ant in a in a much larger Mm. ant farm where i can easily be replaced so i lost everything and i had to rebuild and that is it changed me it changed my mindset and it leads me to the next question i wanted to ask you so in, in a way you know like a lot of us you hit rock bottom oh Smashed into it. You smashed into it. What did you do to get back up? Truthfully, I um, went to work in a sweatshop, a warehouse. Mm -hmm. Probably three out of the five days that I was working, I was probably crying in my car because it was just the death of me. Um, I realized how talented I was in my video career and I couldn't do it. Because I had to provide food for my family. So I did that because I had no choice. 
And I said to myself every single night when I would go home, if I get the opportunity again to rise, man, I'm going to rise up like a phoenix and I'm going to just torch everybody in my, in my sight. And I got that chance. I don't know what did it. I don't know if it was God. I don't know if it was what or if my determination because I worked days and nights and weekends. But I got the chance and I know I had a little dream. And that dream, someone, something said to me in my ear, it's either now or never. And so I just went completely all in and I just fought my way to the top. And now here is where your power and anybody else's power can be utilized to create whatever it is you want. You knew what you wanted. You did what you had to do. And this is where I'm telling you, this is where the power is. Because people sometimes are in the position where they don't even, they're not in the position to make a choice and they still fucking make a choice. Pick and choose. You had to do what you had to do. Right? And you did it. So... That's step number one. You just fucking do what you got to do. And this is the attitude. This is my mantra. This is the attitude I wake up with every morning. I get up and I'm like, whatever the day brings on, I'm going to do what I got to do. Exactly. And you know what, Stefano? You created that chance for yourself because you knew what you want. Of course. You've had, had the skills which you mastered for so many years that you knew how to talk to people, how to approach people. You know, you knew how to do it. So you utilized everything that you had within you and you made it happen for you. You have to. And if you don't know how to speak, you're going to... Don't be an entrepreneur. No, That's a good no, tip no. for everyone. No, no. If you do not know how to speak, you got you to gotta know, I think, personally, the second you agree to be an entrepreneur, you automatically agree to the partnership of being a salesperson. Mm, everything in life is sales. Listen, That's absolutely exactly. everything, you know? Everything. And, uh, and look, a lot of people, I never left. And I, I, reality is I'm not planning to leave my, my corporate job. Like I, I contribute my success as an entrepreneur to my career in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's beautiful because, listen, one drives the other and one enhances the other, right? So as long as I'm, you know, I can continue combining the two, I'm doing it. Well, <laughs> I, I, I truly believe life is like stocks and life is like um, owning three or four businesses that do different things. Mm-hmm. If one business needs more of your attention, then you put invest a bit more in that. And then when that is doing well, then you go and invest in the rest of it. So a lot of people say, well, how am I supposed to be an entrepreneur while having a family, while doing this, while doing that? Easy. I, just got to want it. Exactly. <laughs> you just got to want it. And you got to say, okay, you know what? Every day isn't going to be easy, but my family, if they support me, they'll understand. And so a lot of people, they instantly say, well, I got to pick. No, you don't have to pick. Nope. You just have to know how to set up your life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's all about the way you set up your life. 100%. Bingo. Yep. 100%. You know, again, invest your time with the intention and attention. That's it. Now, I just want to say, you just put me on the spot on all this. I, I don't want anyone to think this is prepared. No, it's not prepared. I and, don't know uh, what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> well, okay. You see, I know what that's I'm what I love about you. <laughs> Because those things can never turn better than, than being so, you know, authentic and organic and, and right. Where someone's so, not prepared. Exactly. exactly. So, and, and boy, you said a lot. Of my, our audience is going to be like, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Stefano, be honest here. Okay, Blunt. What is the best part working with me? The best part of working with you is that I never have to second guess what your truly, what your motives are. I don't like the fact that, um, okay. 
I've had in the past clients that always had another ulterior motive. You know what I mean? No, not really. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, well, a lot of people... Okay. When I work with you, I love working with you because you're a hustler like I am. You tell me the truth and you're authentic to yourself. A lot of people, they tend to sugarcoat a lot of stuff for their own gain. And then all of a sudden, they change. Mm-hmm. And I'm left thinking... What just happened here? I thought we had a good relationship. And then all of a sudden, it just turned out that I was being used as a mm. pawn. That's one thing I loved about you. You never ha- you haven't changed, not even for a second, since the moment I met you. <laughs> and, and, no, and honestly, and, and then you came up to me and you said you wanted to do stuff with your son and your daughter. That for me is very humbling. Because the second someone puts um, their faith in you to deal with their kids... Like, that's a big deal for me. So that's another thing that I loved about you and why we click so well. It's because, like, your son Armani, and a lot of people know who Armani is, uh, he's a fantastic kid. And I'm humbled. And so when you gave me that opportunity, I said, you know what? She hasn't changed. And because you haven't changed, I helped you. And I'm going to continue to help you. You're going to make me cry here. No, never, 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 (laughs) never. What is the worst part about working with me? Putting me on the spot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there is a worse, a worse thing. I don't think there is a worst. See, but that's very... Um, there isn't a worst. Are you there, sure? Because no, there's got to be. No, you know why there isn't? Um, okay, is there a worst? No. No. I really cannot say that there is. And you know me, I'm very honest. <laughs> I'll tell you if there is. I, I, don't, I don't see one. Um, okay. I, I, I think maybe you don't give yourself enough credit sometimes. I think you do sometimes. I remind you a lot that mm-hmm. you're amazing. And at times you say, you know what, I needed to hear that. And I'm thinking to myself, ah, you shouldn't need to hear it because you are. Right? What do I always say to you? Yeah. You're so busy making other people feel good that you tend to forget. Sometimes people need to remind you how good you are. And so if I had to critique you on anything in your life, <laughs> one thing is is um, definitely you should be, you should, you should believe in yourself as much as I believe in you. Stefano, like I said, you're a fucking legend. One last question. Where do you see, and you know, I, I need you to keep in mind that this is not a question mm-hmm. that I would ask Anybody else? Okay. Tell me. It's a question I ask you, and, and people will understand. People that listen to this episode this, this episode will understand why I ask you this question. Tell me. Where do you see our, our, our brand in five years from now? Whew. That's, a, that's a very, very hard question. Uh, and the reason why it's hard to answer is because I don't even know where my brand is going to be in five years. Um, where I'd like to see your brand is I'd like to have your podcast um, known very, very um, well in North America. And I don't like saying the world because what people tend to not realize is that in order for a podcast or a business to be successful, you have to have positive cash flow. And I think if we want to go to the world, I, I think it'll be very difficult to get a positive cash flow. So I'd like for you to be popular with your podcasting in North America. But furthermore, what I'd like to see is I'd like to see you on the big stage. I want to see you as a, a TED Talk motivational speaker. 
I would also like you to take this this career and go to corporate businesses, like you know companies that have upwards of a thousand people, and you're the type of person that has to go in once a month to give them the motivation, the leadership, and the life experience that they need to hear, whether it be in sales, marketing, or what have you. And then lastly, of course, like I've always been telling her, you should create some sort of a package, uh, um, a course that is primarily dealt with um, for people who lack the right guidance in life. Now, I know that you have courses in place and I know that you have everything in line, but I truly believe that your calling in life is to be that mentor that people cannot have for whatever reason. Stefano, like you said, you know, we have things that are in place. And as I always say, you can have everything you want in life one step at a time. But, 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 but the best part out of, and I knew why I asked you this question, because, I mean, you know what my direction is, right? Of course. Um, and now, listen, we have five years to make that happen. And in five years, when you do another podcast episode, well, we're going to do many more, but when we do it like... 100%. We're going to do a, you know, a check mark. Okay, we did this, but we did... we got to do next? it in less than five years. Yeah. No, no, for sure. It has to be. Like, it we're talking in 12 months. 100%. But you know in five mean? years from now, when we're going to do that again, we're going to be like, okay, We're going to be celebrating. What? Exactly. And Stefano, listen, you... You've been... Okay, so like I said, you know, I, I, I'm honored to call you a friend and you've, you've witnessed in the last three years, you know, uh, a lot of my ups and some of my downs. And like you said, I, I never lied to you. I was always honest and, and you know, and open. Um, you know, most people when they see me, oh, you know, she has ups. Listen, I have a lot of fucking downs and I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not ashamed to sharing it. Sure. On the contrary, every time I have a down, you know, I share my down and then I share my, my up because, listen, being down and getting up, this is what makes me who I am, right? right. And this is just proves that I practice what I preach. You have and to. I just stand there and like, you know, do this, do that. No, fuck that shit, right? And I cannot, listen, there are not many people that will, will stay beside you. That will be willing to help you to invest their time, their resources, their expertise, you know, in you when you're not actually doing that well. And you did it for me. I'm you gonna did continue it for to me. do it for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did it for me. And and listen, this is again, that's why you are you're rare. Then my our audience will agree with that. There's not a lot of people that will do it for you. So you're rare, and I can't can't tell you how much I, I respect that. I honor you. I, I, I love you. I mean, I can't wait to, to continue creating with you, you know, and being the badasses that we are. Stefano, tell our audience, because the fact is, and you know that so many people, okay, who does your videos? Who, you know, who's your, so listen, you know, I've been sharing it, but please share with our audience, you know, where they can find you, follow you, how they can work with you. For sure. Uh, so you can follow me on Instagram at TTL films. A lot of people know me as, Hey guys, Stefano here, because I think it's important to build a, a brand and trademark. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just the, like Instagram. I love Instagram. Instagram is, is for me, it's like the Mecca of how I've become who I am today. So 
Facebook and YouTube and, and TikTok and Snapchat. It's all and LinkedIn. It's all essential. You should always be everywhere. But you got to find the platform that truly works for you and really focus your attention on that. And what I will say to end this off uh, on, I don't want to end it off as me plugging myself because I think people will need to be left with a life lesson. So, oh, you see how we are fucking alive? I was, <laughs> my next question is, what is the one message you want to share that, you know, empowered you and empower others? So let's go. All right. And this is it. Whatever you do in life, Remember, the second you put money ahead of your own ability to help people, you become just as dirty as the money that you have. Because I, I'm a firm believer that the second you put money ahead of logic and people, that's when you become a slave to the industry. I've always said, when you find yourself a good group of colleagues... Uh, associates that become friends. If you, they come to you, and I'm just going to use this as an example, if they come to you and they say, look, this is the situation. Now you can be one of two things. You can be completely corporate and narrow-minded and say, no, 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 you're going to pay me because this is a business. Or you can look at that person and say, I hear you. I'm going to work with you. I'm going to make sure that the last worry that you have is finances. The reason why is because I know that you're going to be able to get back up again. And when that time comes, we're going to be in this together. And so if I have to leave anyone with anything, do not focus on the money because then you'll be just as dirty as the money that you want. Flexing. That's flexing right there. Wow. <laughs> Listen, your team can make you or break you. And the one person you want to have on your team is Stefano, the legend. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Stefano, I thank you for this. You know, uh, I hope you're not going to smack me for Never. putting you on the spot. In the spot. <laughs> but now I'm going to put you on the spot. And on air, I want to hear you plug yourself and give me your outro. I'm Veronica Nazi, your confidence and business mentor. To gain the confidence, execute fearlessly and become the badass entrepreneur you want to become, Scaling the Impossible is the one podcast you need. Follow me on Instagram at Veronica Nazia or my website, veronicanazia.com. Legend, listen to me carefully. I believe in you. Let's go. That was good. Yay. <laughs> What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? Uh -huh.